but rather so I could not even receive the social media updates even if I wanted to and it helped um I'm even more stoked that I've had a productive day. It's almost as if every time I commit some more or try to be a little more intentional with SGQ, it, ha it affects my productivity, it goes up. Um, I'm finding that the instructions of, you know, you had mentioned that we should pray in the spirit habitually and we should also, you know, the study of the word and everything. I'm finding that it's doing a lot for my creativity. Um, I've been struggling to write my book, Tide. It's for the longest I started writing. And that was just like major for me because i've been stuck for the longest so being off of social media praying in spirit especially reading the scriptures like i'm finding content for my book in the scriptures so i'm just i don't know if you can tell i'm really excited and happy and blessed that you know i've been a part of this i'm talking to a friend of mine today and i was just like i have 15 minutes for this video call i have to go and she was asking what it was about i was like see i i tried to explain but i was just like see all the um okay you need to put in work in your life type of thing i'm like this thing is doing that for me and i'm growing on all sides so it's not just my goal it's like and it's a holistic growth and i'm very very happy about it yeah awesome stuff awesome. I can relate with the content part. I, I mean, in my notes, I have so many places I, ha I have asterisks. Like, when I come back to social media, this is my post. This is my first post. This is my second post. I have it lined up, so I can relate. Um, Pinams, I can't, I'm not able to see people's hands up as um, a co-host, it would appear. So, I think I might still have to let you do this. Except, I don't know what hands up are. Or is. Does it appear as a hand? Uh, you're going to see at the lower panel, the lower part of the interface. Okay, it's not showing here, sir. Okay, no problem. I'll just bring people on stage. All right, so who else wants to share? I know that many of us are loaded. We're like ready to go. I don't want to believe that it's the social media. Of, okay, so I see a DT. Okay, I'm not particularly sure I know who that person is but okay she's dropped her hand Aditi that's the name of the um that okay GB's hand is up so let me bring GB up on stage okay GB do you want to go for it Jimmy, you're, you're up. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, I I want to say that the the whole period has been has been quite enlightening. I mean, so the first week was was a bit tough because I eat a lot because it helps with my 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 thinking process i consume a lot because of i'm always drawing up strategies building curriculums and all that and it was a bit tough for i mean the holy spirit was there my wife was there as my chief whip to ensure that <laughs> i did it um so i wouldn't say 
<laughs> I wouldn't say um, this week has been so tough like last week. Why? Because predominantly, I don't even use social media as much as I mean. Sometimes I I, I hardly posts on Instagram, Twitter, or I don't even like posts. I don't. I like, but Netflix has been something that I have always used to so when Elty was saying it's the place she goes to to relax I I my head I was like Elty you are seeing my mind like it's been tough I mean I used to take short breaks during the day even at work maybe during my break 30 minutes just watch one episode to calm my nerves and then get back to work and all that but for this period not being able to do that and then being able to substitute that with praying in tongues or doing house chores or just doing something um, aside watching Netflix, something productive to be precise, not just doing anything, but something productive <laughs> aside um, watching Netflix. Um, it's been really exciting. I have consistently been waking up at 5.30, like 30 minutes even before the prayer. And um, I've not missed one prayer since we started. Um, it's been really, really, really exciting, really impactful. And I just want to glory. Has been coming easy, like serious inspiration from from the Spirit of God. Yeah. Awesome, beautiful. As in one corner of my mind, I'm like, is there a way we can make this thing permanent or semi-permanent? And it's Pastor of King, sir. Are you guys ready for it? There are many things in the work, so. Mm. Maybe not permanent, maybe not like every single day, but maybe now and then or something. There are are things in the works, but don't let's scare people first. Let's just let them get get through 30 days and then we'll discuss with leaders. Right. So I put in the WhatsApp groups. Uh, Are you saying no? Do you don't want spiritual (laughs) muscles? Right. Okay. Um, Pinams, would you want people to start sharing a couple of things that stood out for them now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I, I well, let me just share one. I had picked out one thing in each of the scriptures today. So, people should vote for me. Should I do Colossians or Proverbs? <laughs> Let me see the first chapter I see drop in the WhatsApp group now. That's where I reach from. Colossians or Proverbs? Chapter chapter. Proverbs. Ah, Bimbola said Proverbs. Okay. Uh, Israel said Proverbs. I enjoy Colossians today a lot. And it helped me personally because of where I am right now. Okay, but I'll do Proverbs. That's what I said. And so that's what I saw. For me, it was verse 15, which is funny. It kind of sounds kind of. Ah, my verse 15 sounds carnal. It says, A rich man's wealth becomes like a citadel of strength, a fortified city. But the poverty of the poor leaves their security in shambles. Yes. So it just made me begin to see that money is not about money. Money is not just about having all of it. Money is not about showing off, letting people know, buying nice things, changing cars and changing shoes. It's for security. And when we say security, we're even talking about um, something as little or as big as securing people's school fees. People who can't afford to go to school. Money does that. 
things like when we say we want to finance kingdom projects, money does that. Um, if there are a lot of things that our government has not been able to do, that if kingdom people will put their resources together, it will save our nation a lot. It will save a lot of deaths if we could like fix our roads. It will save us a lot of um, lacking expertise if we could hire the right people and pay them the right way. It will save um, some of our domestic staff molesting our children because they are not paid well enough. So like, whatever, I'm going to do whatever with these children. Money is actually a means of security. It's a fortress. It's a citadel. And it just made me see money in a new way. And so when I desire more money, I don't feel like I'm desiring a carnal thing because there is a scriptural kingdom principle for it. And I'm like, when I start thinking that way more and more, more and more money will come my way. Yeah. So I really thought that was powerful. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, it is absolutely powerful because, you know, one of the things I emphasize oftentimes during offering time is that money is not about money. What registers in heaven is never paper money. God doesn't spend it, right? Um, it does not leave the earth realm. But there are many things in the earth realm that cannot be done, that will not be done, at least in this age, <laughs> in this particular age, without money. So it's a very, very important one. I'm, and I'm excited that you're excited about it as well. August's hand is up, so I'm going to bring you on stage. Go for it. Good evening, Peter. I'm sorry, the um, thing cancelled. Good evening to the fam. Um, so my, my, my thoughts or my contribution today is in the form of a question. And it's a question that all of us on our group had. Um, so it's about um, Proverbs when it says that a good son will bring his father joy and like or that the bad child will grieve his mother like it just seems unfair if i really being honest so like i don't know is there a i don't know a spiritual explanation for it or something or what those are just taking into question oh, for what exactly <laughs> for why if someone will say that when yeah when the child is good it's the glory of the father when the child is bad it's the mother that grieves about it it just seems yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> seems okay. That's, like, that. that's how I feel. <laughs> PLC, you want to go for it? Plot? Plot? Sorry, I will be here with you. My device is hanging a bit. I was trying to open my Bible up to the particular verse. It's Proverbs 10, right? Yes. Okay. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish son who refuses to learn is a grief to his mother. To be very honest, if I'm going to be absolutely honest, I've never really thought about it. My own is shall not have a stupid child. Shall do what you are supposed to do. Pardon? Yeah, we're with you. Yeah, instruct your child, teach your child. Um, you know that your own marriage is a partnership. The progress of your child is to the glory of the father, to the glory of the mother. All of you enjoy it. Um, however, if I wanted to get to the nitty-gritty of it, 
from my own understanding, I mean, like I said, I've never really thought deeply about it. But two things. I know that as a mom, um, you're more, I don't want to say you're more emotionally connected. I don't know if that's the right expression, but you feel emotions deeper. And so when the child is doing well, it's all great. But when your child is not doing well, and I think it's kind of human nature as well. When people are doing well, it's fine, it's cool. But when there's something amiss, it's, it gets to your very core. Um, so, for example, I, I was talking recently that Carmen did enter house sports and all of that. And um, there was a time he came home, he told me, oh, he came second in one race, he came third in one race. I was really excited about it. But when I was watching into house sports and I saw that he was running and he fell, my whole heart, my whole mind was like, I should run to the school and go and see what was happening with my child. We're not allowed to come to school because of COVID and all of that. So I don't know, maybe it's just that emotional um, attachment or grip. Yeah, and then maybe there was just some form of patriarchy as well back in the day. That's just the fact. I think that might also have come into play. And there's also still patriarchy now. So yeah, maybe some things are as ancient as ancient. But like I said, in your own family, just know your own child will not be stupid in Jesus' name. And both of you are working in partnership. Yes. So Solomon is wise and all, but choose your own wisdom too that he did not get right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So both things. If you observe. It says wisdom cries out in the street and um, wisdom you know come learn of me depart from foolishness that you may leave hearken to the voice of my words receive instruction i may have life and all of that so the writer of proverbs largely solomon and then there's some other contributors as well they were observing what was going on in society so it was based i mean this is like distilling a collage of human experiences finding the common threads and being able to synthesize the best thoughts in the most articulate way. That's like what Proverbs is. But essentially, Christ is the wisdom of God, is made unto us the wisdom and power of God. And so in Solomon's expression of that wisdom, there's a lot of cultural context to it. Right? There's a lot of observation to it. It's like somebody saying to you, you know, rain is going to fall tomorrow. And they're like, how do you know rain is going to fall? Well, that guy has been farming for 30 30 years <laughs> so because he's been farming for 30 years he knows that ah some days and the sun will be harsh it looks like there are no clouds but he already saw a glint or a hint of lightning that nobody picked up you know three hours earlier so he can tell you comfortably that rain is going to fall now almost all of us have that kind of native wisdom in one area or the other there's a part of your intuition which is a which is also a component of universal wisdom. There's a part of your intuition that is more developed about certain things, right? Mm. It could be sensory perception in terms of you hear what others don't hear physically, or you pick up smells that others don't pick up, you know, or that this and others. So, in as much as you see wisdom and proverbs all through, there, there are cultural colorations and nuances. So, obviously, when it says a child would bring glory to the father, I mean, a good child, generally, Whose name is on the certificate? The father's name, generally, in most parts of the world. In fact, I saw a room on Clubhouse earlier today, but I didn't join because no one fasted in it. 
and the room notification was uh, why should a woman be a man's name after marriage or something like that it's a jam question generally the man's name is on the certificate right and even though the man's name is on the certificate when the child does not do well till today in many parts of Nigeria they say ah, in other words who's the mother of that child why because from Bible times even till now generally generally in the formative years of a child the child spends more time with the mother father sows the seed sometimes in a minute or two mother incubates the seed for nine months anywhere between six months and, and ten months right and then for the next nine months of the child's life the child is latched onto the mother's bosom as in the <laughs> I don't want to get graphic, but the child doesn't latch onto the guy's whatever. The child latches onto the mother's whatever. Right. That's what happens. So the smell, the 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 texture um, of the child in terms of the formative years are, you know, from the mother. So generally, culture is going to put the blame for negativity on the mother and put the... the um, accolades for positivity on the mother is it fair no is that what obtains the most places yes so what what should the believer do number one esteem the place of partnership as christ loved the church so the husband will love the wife in other words we're willing to die or make extra sacrifices for the woman as a woman what does that make you do step up your game that there will be no gap either in my home or in my children like lt said that will bring any kind of disdain to myself and my husband. So, um, ladies, don't take it too personal. It's observational wisdom that has nothing to do with what you do right or you don't do. I hope somebody understands that better now. Yes, thank you so much, sir. It makes a whole lot of sense. Thank you also, PLT. Very, very balanced. Awesome stuff. All right, PLT, take it home. Right. Okay. Thank you, Oge, for that question. Or Ogo, rather, he was. For that question. Okay. So, in the next few minutes, we have. Is there any other hand up, or can we go directly into prayers now? Was there anybody's hand lingering up before? Let me just do another check. Because of time, I think we can go into prayers, actually. And if you have a contribution, you can post it in the group. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. I see Idris's hand, though. Okay, that's gone. Please post it in the group so that we can pray. Okay. I want us to spend um, the next two or so minutes praying from Colossians 3 verse 2. Colossians 3 verse 2. Mm-hmm. I believe this was the TPT I, I read and then I'll highlight message as well. Colossians 3 2. It says, yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not the distractions of the natural realm. What really caught my attention was the heavenly realities. So these things we are being taught, these things we are learning, these scriptures we are reading, and the miracles we have seen, we are expecting to... That's 
these things are realities Amen. they are realities they are not just a figment of our imagination they are not some highfalutin you know thought observation or you know record these are realities um, message translation says look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ that's where the action is see things from his perspectives from his perspective and it goes that there are treasures in Christ I want us to PLT your sound. Don't let me get distracted by the things that my physical body can see, can smell, can taste, can touch, can hear. But to be conscious, for the Bible says that the things that we cannot see are the things that are eternal, and the things that we can see are the things that are temporal. I will not be sidelined. I will not be distracted. I will not be confused. My perception will not be distorted. In the mighty name of Jesus, I hear according to the speakings of Christ. I see according to the images of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, I'm in touch with heaven. I'm in touch with God. Christ is my reality. Christ is my reality in the name of in the name of Jesus, we affirm that Christ is our reality. He is the substance of our existence. One of my favorite verses of the Bible, it says that in Him all things consist. Colossians chapter 1, where you read from verse 16 to 18, is the firstborn of all creation. Is the image of the invisible God. He is the exact replica, the iconos. He is the icon. He is the exact image. Let's begin to proclaim that, that we are centered on the fullness of the God. And the Bible says in chapter 2 that in Him, the fullness of the Godhead, please to dwell. It please God for the fullness to dwell in Christ. Therefore, Lord, we are substantiated by Christ. The entirety of our lives, of our minds, of our thinking, of our orientation. We are saturated by that reality. We'll flow in that reality. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you, Father, for the realities that we have in you. Thank you, Father, for the realities that we have in you. Thank you, Father, for the realities that you've given to us. Amadasha. We stay focused. We stay centered. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Your reality, your reward. We see you. We hear you. We know you. We follow you. We walk, be, we walk with you in the name of Jesus and we are able to download the treasures. We are able to seek them out. We are able to find them in the name of Jesus. Yes, we are adorned with the treasures of heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. We are not distracted. We are alert. Our eyes are fixed on you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Um, so let's go to verse 15. Verse 15, 15, Colossians 3 still. Verse 15, it says, Let your heart always be guided by the peace of the anointed one who called you to peace. Uh, in brackets, it said, Let peace be the umpire of your minds. 
You know, this scripture was like cold water to my soul today. Let your heart always be guided by peace. So that means in your movement in life, in your movement in your business, in your movement in your marriage, in your calculations and strategies for your business, in your calculations and your strategies for this new relationship you want to go into, this new venture, this new partnership, let your compass be peace. Let your teacher be peace. Let your guide be peace. Let your assurance be peace. Let peace guide you when there is a debate in your heart. Should it be, should it not be? When there's a debate in your heart, is it him, is it not him? When there's a debate in your heart to do or not to do, I will not be confused because peace will be the umpire. Peace will be the referee in my mind. Peace will be the one that will say, one, two, three, finish him. One, two, three, no. One, two, three, do it like this. One, two, three, do it like that. Peace will be the one to give me the rules of the game. Peace will be the one to give me the rules of engagement or disengagement. It's not going to be confusion. It's not going to my heart is guided by the peace when of things God. happen in the speech regulates my heart, my mind, and my entire way of thinking and reasoning. Faith, uh, oh, fear is not going to be the umpire in my mind. Doubt is not going to be the umpire in my mind. Uh, peace is going to be my guide. Peace will guide me into the paths of righteousness. Peace will guide, guide me to the truth of God's word. Peace will guide me to the truth of God's character. Peace will guide me to the truth of God's faithfulness. Peace will guide me to the truth of God's goodness. Peace will guide me to the truth of God's love. In the name of Jesus, peace will guide me concerning me the volume of the books in the God and even as I speak in tongues begin to scroll by the spirit begin to search by the spirit in the name of Jesus a busy mind, a disturbed mind a confused mind cannot search the things of the spirit a disturbed mind a mind that is filled with all the sounds from the airwaves cannot hear the spirit of God cannot decode the spirit of God so peace is the umpire in my life in the name of Jesus peace is the umpire in my life in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for your peace. We thank you, Father, for calling us to your peace. We are so grateful, Jesus. We are so grateful, Jesus. Thank you for your peace that passes all human understanding. Thank you because it is not the kind of peace that this world gives, but the peace that you give to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm, I have one more prayer point, Pastor Dami. If there's time for one other one, I will you Please can go let for me it. know soon. Go okay. for it. Okay, so I'll take one more. I feel like there's one prayer point I should have prayed before this peace one. But I'll find a way to chuck it at the end, if possible. Um, but let's go to Colossians 4.17 now. Colossians 4.17. Colossians 4.17. Hmm. All right, it says, Be faithful to complete the ministry you received from the Lord Jesus. Be faithful to complete the ministry you received from the Lord Jesus. In this, our season of enlargement, and please, I hope we all know that we are still in a season of enlargement, too. Yes, sir. Nobody has, nobody has said, Oh, it's over. Let's roll over, carry over to 2022. No, we are still in a season of enlargement. And so, even with that mindset, what God has entrusted to me, 
the assignment that God has given me, the book that God has asked me to write, Hi. the weekly evangelism that God entrusted to me, the team that God asked me to join in Kings three months ago that I showed face for two weeks and then I left, the master life that I've been doing for three years now, the ministry entrusted to me, the charity God asked you to start, the movement God asked you to start, not like contrary movement though, but you know, something that God has laid in your heart to do. I will complete what you ask me to do, my father. I will not be push and start. I will not start today and quit tomorrow. You can trust me, God. You can trust me, God, even as a member of this house in Kings, in the team I have, I, I have been located in, the team you have sent me to. I am not start and stop. I am not around today and not around tomorrow. I do not fluctuate. That which you have entrusted to me, it's a trust. God is counting on you. Father, you can trust me. You will always find me in the place of assignment in the name of Jesus. You will always find me in the place of assignment in the name of Jesus. Jesus, sir. It will not be, oh, ah, Elsie used to be hot that year. I remember that time Elsie used to do review. That time Elsie used to do transition. That time Elsie used to pray. That time Elsie used to know. Whatever the assignment is precision. God, you will find me there and you can trust me in the name of Jesus. And I will not just be there haphazardly. I will not just be there like I'm not there. I'll be there in the full weight of the anointing that God has given me to carry out that assignment in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, uh, I deliver, I deliver, I'm physically present, I'm spiritually present, I'm completely present, I'm mentally present, I'm psychologically present uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, and I am strengthened with power and with might uh, in my inner man to do the will of God uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, the young kings begin to extend the prayers into your family, your role as a father, your role as a mother, your role as a wife, a husband, your role as a daughter, a sister. Your role in your office. I will not. I will finish. I will finish well. I will finish stronger. I start well. I continue better, and I finish stronger. I start well. I continue better, and I finish stronger. I start well. I continue better, and I finish strong in the name of Jesus. I start well. I continue better, and I finish stronger in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the grace to start and finish. For the grace to start and finish. For the grace to start and finish. Thank you, Jesus. For the grace to start and finish. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Alton, for that. Thank you very much. Very powerful and insightful prayer points. I want us to take one final one. It's a combination of two, but we want to deal with laziness in our lives. Um, because I mean, yeah, times as you go into adulthood, you understand that more. Um, but the Bible says something very, very clear that one of the passports to prosperity, sorry. One of us remember. By the way, I think everybody should go and listen to that series, all those messages. It's called Beggars, Sowers, Diggers, and Builders. Remember that to change your, your financial landscape. Now, one of the passports to poverty, it's there in the Bible. It's very, very there. Very, very clear there. 
He who has a slack hand becomes poor. It doesn't matter that he's a prayer warrior. It does not matter that he's anointed. It does not matter that she's beautiful. It does not matter that she's a great orator, communicator. He puts S in brackets beside the he. She who has a slack hand becomes poor. Becomes poor. See that? Nigeria is a slack nation. So we're poor. The nation, I'm not poor. The nation is poor. Right? That's what it says there. Somebody say, I'm not slack. Mm-hmm. Think about it, ladies. If you have a slack Alice band, can you band anything? Right? If you have a slack wristwatch, can you really wear it? If you have a slack skirt or slack waistband, I was I was showing healthy this morning. That me, I don't used to see long fast. I was like, my 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 shokoto bands, my trouser bands. Now there's enough room for two, like the harvest is coming. Right? <laughs> if it's slack, then you have to now have extra efforts to do that. Yeah, That's yeah. one. Number two, somebody say, I'm not slack. I'm not slack. That's number one. Verse five, it, it says, He who gathers and summer is a wise son. He who sleeps in harvest. And Elty mentioned that earlier. We're still in the season of harvest, season of enlargement. Don't sleep. Somebody say, No sleeping. No sleeping. I'm not saying don't sleep physically. I'm saying, Don't let your brain shut down, don't let your mind shut down. Me, I'm not even saying that this is the end of the year, even though I'm already in next year planning for next year. But I'm still so expectant this year. Not just expectant, I'm taking massive action. So second thing is slack. He says, he that is slack, sorry, uh, he that sleeps in harvest, he causes shame. So someone who's sleeping in harvest is producing something. And what that person is producing is a commodity called shame. Not me, not me. Vinegar is to the teeth and smoke to the eyes. So is the lazy man to those who send him. So there are three S's. Number one, slackness. Number two, sleep. Number three, slothfulness. You're going to pray one minute. Father, from today for the rest of my life, when they want to describe somebody with these three words, it, my name will not be found there. By sleep, I'm not saying don't sleep, but please sleep very well. Many of us are underslept, right? So I'm saying physically you can sleep. They say you need between six to eight hours. I don't know. And people that are advocating and say, you know, I follow her right now, Offington and all those guys now, uh, I think Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, uh, that they are campaigning and saying you need to sleep for eight to ten hours. I said there are some revelations you catch after you've made billions of dollars, right? <laughs> and it's not about money, it's about productivity. So maybe they are right. It's possible. I, I sleep now longer than I used to sleep. At least I, I sleep my five and a half hours, five to you know, five and a half hours regularly. So that's a lot better than three and a half to four hours, right? But I want us to pray. So I'm not saying don't sleep physically. I'm saying don't let your brain go to sleep. These three things will never be my synonyms for the rest of my days. I'm not slack. I'm not the sleepy guy with the sleepy brain. And I am not slothful in the name of Jesus Christ. I affirm it. I insist on it. I decree it. What slack? Slack is when you start procrastinating, wasting time. You know, they say submit something. It takes you three days to do it. It says that guy, he will not be rich. That guy is going to be poor. It does not matter that he's declaring all this powerful. Uh, affirmations all day long in the name of Jesus Christ. 
as Soframa, we affirm it in the name of Jesus. We my mind does not go to sleep, not me, not me. I'm not sleepy, I'm not sleepy, I'm not sleepy, I'm not sleepy. Of Jesus I'm not slack, I'm not a sleepy type, I'm not slothful. Right, but my hands are not slack. My hands are not slack. Say these hands, you are diligent hands, you are productive hands, you are strong hands, you are dependable hands, you are reliable. It says that last guy, that lazy guy, is like smoke inside the eyes of those that sent him. He will make them cry. Lazy people make visionary people cry. Make them want to shed tears. That's not me. I'm not lazy at work. I'm not lazy at home. I'm not lazy with my business partners. I'm not lazy with my clients, with my boss, my employees. I'm not lazy in ministry. I'm not lazy anywhere I go. The lazy will cause things to be hazy. Thank you, Father. We affirm it in the name of Jesus. Spiritually, I am alert. Psychologically, we are alert. This is our reality as kings. We affirm it by grace. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We thank you for another great time. Thanks so much, Beyonce, for facilitating the bulk of this. We honor and celebrate you massively. Thank you to everybody who has come to be a part of it as well.